start so we were doing ranga's marriage children and we saw that uh, it is actually we can understand that you know the story is actually translated from a regional language that is kannad david jain good afternoon so it's um, kan uh, in in fact you know you can see a bit of a kannad flavor there throughout you know the comparisons the way he is written about his village and we can understand the emotions of the writer there he is very fond of his village we are all very fond of our city so and so he is also very fond of his village so the writer in fact talks about ranga's marriage and then he says that i could have chosen a very high sounding wonderful title but i didn't do that because it's not something grand it's our ranga the village boy ranga it's his marriage so i just chose a very simple title to the story and that is ranga's marriage now ranga was unique in the way that ranga was the first boy in their village of hosahali who went to study in bangalore so everybody you know they were uh, very much in of a w v okay the a w e that means you know they were really fascinated all waiting for ranga he has gone outside this village he is the first person to go outside the village to study and then he tells us about his village says that you must have heard the name of my village hosahali and then he says that no you haven't heard how can you hear the name because the cartographers what they do is they just put the names of the important cities in the map they don't talk about the villages but my village is really a wonderful village it's as important to the state of mysore as it's as important to mysore as mysore is important to india and it's like the sweet filling in the kadiga dabu it's a gujia kind of thing so he says that it's that sweet filling in the kadiga dabu without that sweet filling it's no kadiga dabu at all so he says that hosa ali is that important but then how will others understand and hosa ali in fact is a wonderful place and there's a doctor in hosa ali who's traveled quite a lot but he has not gone to london and if you ask him about london he gets very irritated and says that you know i don't want to run around like a flea pestered dog everywhere so it's a case of sour grapes okay he has not been able to go to london it's about pre independence india and people used to go to london definitely whoever used to travel abroad and uh, he said that there are two great things about my village two very unique things about my village one is this mango which is found in my village and the other the leaves of a creeper the mango in fact you know it's so sour that you can use just a little bit and the chutney can be prepared so once he had brought a mango and a chutney was prepared in his house and everybody got a cough so he went for the cough medicine to the doctor and then the doctor said that don't you know the hosali mangoes they are very unique you just need to use a little for the chutney otherwise you'll be having a sore throat and you'll be suffering from this cough then he says that there's another wonderful thing about hosali that in the fine waters of the pond there grows a creeper and the creeper has very big leaves so when you go for your bath just get two leaves and the afternoon meal of the entire family can be served in those leaves so we know that children earlier it was tradition you know to serve in south india especially to serve the meals in banana leaves even now during religious ceremonies many times the banana leaves are used to serve the meals 
So he said that these are the two great qualities, unique qualities about my village. And then he says that if you just look at my village, things have really changed in the modern times. He's talking about uh, that time, but uh, time long back. But then, of course, for him, it's modern times because times keep on changing. So he says that, you know, uh, one commodity, one commodity which is there now is this English language. And nobody really speaks pure Kannad. Children, we can see that now also. Nobody really speaks pure Hindi. You add a lot of smattering of English words while speaking. Last time, children, I told you also like railway station. We don't use the actual Hindi word for that. We say railway station and it's accepted. So he says that, uh, in fact, you know, at that time, people had started using this English words a little bit. And most of the people couldn't understand. So one boy, in fact, he purchased something from an old lady. And he said that, I'll be, I don't have change. You take the money tomorrow. The old lady went away muttering because she couldn't understand the word change. She asked the author and the writer also said that he also couldn't understand. Later on, he had asked Ranga and he came to know that the meaning of the change is chiller. Then he talks about the homecoming of Ranga. When Ranga came at that time, everybody in the village, they came to see him. Okay, Ranga has come back. He went to Bangalore to study and now he has come back. So they all were there to see him. And it was completely crowded. The courtyard was completely crowded. So much of rush that the narrator, he asked that, okay, what is it? Is there any performing monkey? or something like that. So he then says that there was a boy, you know, young, young boy and absolutely no manners at all, thinking that he's very smart. So he said that, no, no, it's not there. There's no performing monkey there because you are here. Okay. So if you go there, obviously there'll be a performing monkey there. So he got quite irritated. The narrator got quite irritated. And then all the people, they were looking at Ranga and then they realized that Ranga has the same eyes, the same two ears, the same nose, everything. And then they started leaving. And he describes it as they started leaving just like, and the crowd started thinning, in fact, just like sugar melts in a child's mouth. So this is a direct translation from a phrase in the Kannad language. So they started going away from there. And then Ranga uh, noticed the narrator and he came to him and the narrator was very impressed because Ranga did not stand ramrod straight and fold his hands like this. You know, In fact, he bent down and he touched his feet, not only just bending to touch his feet. He lay on the ground okay, like a Shashtang Pranam and he touched his feet and he was really very impressed by that. So, uh, he thought that he's such a wonderful boy, such a well-mannered boy, and I should get him married. So normally children in our present modern time and age, you know, one would be thinking that okay, he should do really well and let's see what he does because he's going to be very successful. That's what we are going to think about. And our blessings are going to be similar. That okay, may you achieve all the success you care for, all the success you dream of. He thought that, okay, he should get married because those times, that is what was uppermost in people's minds. 
so he thought that okay such a wonderful person like ranga you know he should get married and he should be of use to the society because if you are married then you are you are of use to the society according to the narrator and then when he spoke to ranga so till here we had discussed when he spoke to ranga about marriage his views in fact shocked him ranga said that you know i don't believe in arranged marriages now children thinking of arranged marriages in those times it was a kind of sacrilege i mean how can you even think of that it's really going against the society everything so ranga said that i have a friend who's almost 30 and his wife is around 25 and in fact they are so friendly with each other they have such a good bonding with each other and uh, if i get married to a girl in fact of 12 or 13 she won't be able to understand a joke cracked also and she would be too immature so what's the point so uh, i think that you should know the person you are getting married to you know, the narrator was shocked I mean what has happened to this boy and how can he talk like that how can he even think like that so he thought that my god what is this and then he made up his mind that i am going to change all this i am going to get ranga married what does he think he won't get married he is going to get married okay he took up a challenge in a way that he has to get ranga married so the other day what happened the next day he went to someone's house in fact and uh, his niece had come his niece whose name was ratna she had come and he went there and he asked ratna to sing okay he asked ratna to sing and he got sort children ratna had come to his house to give something and he asked ratna to sing and he also called ranga that you come and meet me so ratna was singing and ratna was a girl of 11 or 12 okay and that day she was wearing a nice sari that that time children girls used to wear sari 11 or 12 year old girls obviously they used to wear sari so she was wearing a nice sari and she was singing and at that time ranga came because this uh, narrator had called ranga so ratna was singing and she could see the shadow of someone standing near the door that fell on her and the moment she saw that she startled a bit and she looked there and she saw ranga she stopped singing she was little embarrassed she stopped singing now ranga said that um, no no let me not stop you and if you stop singing just on my account i think i should go and the narrator thought words words nothing like that you know he wants to listen he wants to sit here but then this is kalyug so he's written that okay this is kalyug so you can't expect you know the words to match a person's actions he wants to stay here but he says that i'll be leaving so this is what he does so he then says that he said that uh, okay but ratna left so ranga came and ranga then asked him her name he said that who is she so he said that actually she, her name is ratna and she's man's niece and she's come here she doesn't have parents so she's come here to stay and that's okay so he said that okay and is she married so he said that no she's not married then she said no i mean she's married actually ratna was not married but the narrator said that no she got married last year and then he looked at 
this uh, Ranga's face and he then said that you know his face fell he's really disappointed his face shriveled up like a roasted brinjal okay that is the comparison he has given like a roasted brinjal so before the bharta children before you make bagan ka bharta the brinjal has to be roasted on fire so it shrivels up the skin shrinks so he said that you know his face shriveled up just like a roasted brinjal he was so disappointed and it was all deliberate on the part of the writer and when he asked that okay is she married so then he narrated a story he narrates a story a short story to us which is actually a translation from a kannad story kannad folk tale that the goat uh, the tiger asked the goat that okay who's there the goat said that and are you a he goat or a she goat the goat said that how does it matter i've eaten 10 lions already now i'm going to eat you so how does it matter so he ran away so he says that actually uh, how does it matter to you or to me in fact i'm already married and you don't want to get married so how does it matter whether ratna is married or not married but anyway she's married so after that shastri went to he went to the shastri okay shastri who was an astrologer he went there and you know he uh, in fact coached the astrologer taught the astrologer what all to say in front of ranga and then he went to ranga's house the narrator he first went, went to the astrologer he trained the astrologer what all he has to say in front of ranga and then he went to ranga's house suranga so was looking very sad and forlorn and disappointed and he said what is it ranga I mean are you not okay ranga said no no i'm okay it's just that i'm not feeling well okay come on let's go to the doctor he said no 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 it's okay i'm okay he said okay I mean you know i'll tell you uh, i used to be in this kind of a mood you know really worried about things when uh, a girl was being chosen for me to get married so but then why are you like this because you are not going to get married i mean you don't believe in marriage you don't believe in arranged marriage said anyways never mind let's go to meet shastri so he took ranga to shastri okay and shastri he had met him early in the morning okay you know that the narrator had had gone to shastri's house and coached him trained him about what to say so he went to shastri's house and shastri said oh you are here shama you are here such a long time i am seeing you after such a long time and the narrator shama he got very angry why i came in the morning and then he realized so the shastri then said that yes yes today in the morning you thought that you have to see me and you decided to come so then shama said that you know i would have burst out like a pod of peas dried in the sun had shastri not saved the situation so such a fool i was that i could have just made it known to ranga that i was here but anyway shastri saved the day for him then he said that shastri let's put your science to test you say that your astrology is a science and let's put your science to test so just tell us about ranga so he said that look ours is a very ancient science and we study a lot of things and only then the calculations are made so he looked at ranga and he knew his name of course he asked about his details the date of birth all that he must have asked and then he said that you know the problem with ranga is that it's about a girl 
so shastri in the meantime you know he was just controlling his laughter he knew anyway what shastri is going to say said it's about a girl and you know so shastri said that girl i mean name anything of that sort about the girl he said that actually i'll tell you it's um, something related to the sea so it could be moss pachi or moss or it could be lotus you know kamla something like that so then he said that or maybe ratna so he said yes yes of course ratna and uh, this narrator was going on looking at ranga at that time and ranga suddenly started looking better okay his face brightened up on hearing the name ratna and said that okay fine let's see then he said that okay let me just go and check in ramar Ram, ramarao ratna was ramarao's niece so he said that okay let me just go and check in ramarao's rao's house and i'll just come because i had some work there so he went to ramarao's house it was all pre planned by him okay and he said that okay uh, just a minute he went to ramarao's house and then he came back and he said that actually i'm really surprised i'm really surprised and i thought this girl is married but actually she is not married so ranga's face really brightened up hearing that so he said that okay is it possible then that the negotiations would bear fruit i mean i could really get married to ratna so shastri was again shocked i mean in those times children boys or girls they never used to discuss their marriage so openly you know whom they are getting married to what are the arrangements being made i mean one was supposed to stay away from all that and ranga directly talking about his marriage so again it was quite shocking at that time he said yes yes of course let's see and he met uh, shastri and he said that so yours is a wonderful sign shastri so shastri got very angry and he said that look this is a very ancient science even if you wouldn't have told me about ranga i would have known through my calculations and the narrator shama he got very angry thinking that is it the way to talk to anybody now children shastri this um, shama the narrator he was trying to insult the shastri but when shastri answered back he got very annoyed okay just like you kids at times hum kuch bhi bol sakte hain aap log hame kuch nahi bologe okay so <laughs> that was so after that things turned out to be okay and now he says that ranga and ratna they were married okay they were married for 3 years and uh, they had a son so shama the narrator had gone to their house and then they had named their son shama okay so the narrator said that i mean i don't understand this you people both of you you are so childish in your thoughts this such a childish couple how could you name your beautiful golden child okay fair golden child shama after me shama i'm dark like an oil cake i mean you just name him after me and what is this nonsense this english custom of naming the child after someone you really admire or really like so that is what he said and little shama at that time came to him and he placed a golden ring on his palm okay and uh, then he said that okay ratna is expecting again so do you have anybody to help you so Uh, ranga said that yes my mother and sister they are there to help us and 
everything was fine. So Ratna and Ranga, finally they were married. And our Shama, the narrator, a great matchmaker, okay? He decided to get Ranga married. He was determined to get Ranga married. And finally he got Ranga married, okay? So this is the story of Ranga's marriage, okay? So he just decided that he has to get him married. Ranga children was of the view that arranged marriages, I mean, they, it's just not done. They are just not okay. Who does that all the, or who does goes through all this in this time and age? But then actually no, things were not that modern at that time. And this man, obviously he was living in the village of Osahali and he was just not used to it. And he was shocked by Ranga's views. And he was determined that I'm going to get Ranga married. And he got, he got him married. So he was a great manipulator. Okay. A manipulator is a person, you know, he who keeps on planning and making people do things as they want them to. Like children, you people are also great manipulators. You keep on manipulating your parents. Don't you children? Yes or no? And you succeed. Right? Yes. Why you are not writing yes, children? You want to say that? No, we don't. <laughs> you do. Somebody is answered. Sometimes, Aryan Prakash is saying, sometimes, Manju Jain, yes, we do manipulate our parents. Yeah, right. You do that. <laughs> children can do that because they have that in their power to do that. And your parents, you know, otherwise they would be very rigid, very strict, very, very firm on everything else. But in front of the parents, their children, sometimes they are very helpless. Kartike also says, yes. Sajal, yeah, we do it very well. Even done by parents to make us do work. <laughs> okay. Niharika, always. Okay, Sajal is saying that this manipulation, it's done by... Parents also by children also. What do you do, children? It's a kind of emotional blackmail, right? Manipulation, emotional blackmail. It's there within the families, obviously. It's bound to be there. Because we all care for each other very much. David also says sometimes. Okay. Like children, suppose somebody has to go for a picnic and you know that you want to go for a picnic and you know that your parents are going to say no so you come and say that only i'm not going so that kind of thing also is there but these are very simple things bigger manipulations are also there okay so you know he is a great manipulator he manipulates Ranga completely first he says that okay this girl Ramarao's niece Ratna she's married Ranga is disappointed he notices his expression and then he goes to the Shastri finally teaches him what to say then he takes Ranga there and then finally he goes to Ramarao's house and comes back and says oh my god I didn't know that Ratna is not married okay so finally he got Ranga married. He was determined to get Ranga married and he got him married. Okay. So this is the story of Ranga's marriage. Okay. Quite a simple story. But then, you know, you are, uh, just a minute children, I forgot to tell you one thing. When he went to Shastri, okay, at that time he told Shastri that take out your paraphernalia. Okay. It's there in the book, children, paraphernalia. P-A-R-A-P-H-E-R-N-A-L-I-A. This paraphernalia means the things that are required for a particular job. 
so a shastri spara fernelia is you know uh, those books those books on astrology sometimes you know to check the uh, lines on the palm they require um, magnifying glass so all these things then pen and paper obviously to make their calculations after asking the date of birth the time of birth all these things so all these things are the astrologers paraphernalia okay these days of course the laptop also is very important for you children what is your paraphernalia your books okay these days children your phone also is very important okay and maybe you are sitting at home and you are watching the tv so you require all this in your room so all that is your paraphernalia a small kid okay very small baby when the parents take him out somewhere they take a bag along you know there are lots of things the baby requires the baby food is there some toys are there lots of things are there you know so that is a baby's paraphernalia okay so have you understood children paraphernalia many times children these days of course you are not going out anywhere but hopefully the time will come when things will be very very normal and we'll be going out uh, somewhere so at that time you know most of the children they have this habit of you know packing one or two books also and if the parents ask what will no i have to study a little bit so that is included in your paraphernalia which actually is not required you won't even touch the book yeah right it happens at times so that is paraphernalia you understood this word children paraphernalia repeat it five times and you'll remember it paraphernalia okay that is all the things required for a particular thing while cooking a lot of things are required you know so that is you require a vessel you require some chopping board some knives and then you require all the things that ingredients the ladles all these things so that is the paraphernalia paraphernalia is there for everything whatever work you do the paraphernalia is required paraphernalia p a r a p h e r david okay n a l i a so instead of f you are going to write ph okay this is the word right yeah okay so this is the lesson children and we'll be discussing the question answers also but before we come to the question answers let's just discuss one thing children uh did you appreciate the fact that you know a lot of kannad uh, uh, flavor is there in this lesson some direct translations you know where he says that just like uh, this uh, sugar melts in a child's mouth then he talks about that story where he says that okay just tell me i'm a goat and i've eaten 10 lions already so just tell me you are male or female So, but then how does it matter anyway i'm going to eat you so all these are stories you know which you normally don't hear so these are actually direct translations so are you able to appreciate that children or you feel that it should not be done what do you think children it should be done it should not be done because a story is written in hindi 
story is written in Hindi and then translated into English. So a few things would be there, you know, which are very, very innate to our culture rather than them. So you might not have a direct translation. You're right. It should be done. You appreciate that. Very good. Very good. I'm so happy. Good. You should appreciate that. Like, you know, children, this word, jutha, ye khana jutha ho gaya. There is no direct translation in English. There's no word in English because it's not part of their culture. It's not there for them. So leftover, I mean, it's not the exact word for that. All right. We should appreciate that children. And children, I would just like to tell you that in Bangalore, okay, in Bangalore is India's Silicon Valley and it's an IT city. So there were in fact reports about a lot of North and South divide. Okay. And in fact, people not really liking the idea of so many, those people not liking the idea of so many North Indians being there, the North Indians not liking the idea of going there. So this kind of thing was there. Okay. So who would you blame? You'd be blaming the North Indians or you'd be blaming the South Indians for that. Who's to be blamed? Both. Right, both. Both are to be blamed. But I would blame, I would blame the North Indians more. People outside, rest of India more. I'll tell you the reason why. We are all going to a place where we know all along that the culture will be different, the food habits will be different. I'm telling you, David, I'm answering the question. <laughs> okay, then let's see whether you people are convinced or not. So, uh, you know, the food habits are bound to be different. The culture is bound to be different. Now, the uh, laborers there would be, in fact, the local people, they wouldn't be well-versed in Hindi or English, anything. They would be speaking the local language. They would be having the culture and in fact you know the village people they won't be having very modern ideas maybe so we should be understanding that in fact you know i've heard people say that achha, achha. now of course things are different but i've heard people say that achha, achha. To abhi jitne roti le, pe sirf milega. now children we should not be criticizing that food habits in fact you know are developed over the centuries according to what grows in that land Right. So who are we to criticize that, okay, we like to eat chawal or we like to eat roti and they are eating something else. So that's fine. Every culture, children, they have their own food habits. Now, uh, in India, children, there are many people who are vegetarian, strictly vegetarian. Okay. Now, vegetarianism, children, I feel that it's a luxury. I mean, you need to belong to a land where everything grows, which is a fertile land and everything grows. A person staying in Russia and a person staying in Greenland. Now, of course, children, everything is available. But earlier, even 50 years back, children, vegetarianism was a luxury. Nothing used to grow there. So how could a person afford to be a vegetarian? There would be hardly any food to eat. If you just compare the Brahmins children of the of say Tamil Nadu and Kashmir, uh, now they are all Brahmins, but uh, the Brahmins of Tamil Nadu strictly vegetarian. The Brahmins of Kashmir will be non-vegetarian. The reason, the land, Kashmir, not a very fertile land where everything grows. Any kind of crops can grow easily, and there would be winter. In fact, snow covered 
for some time again nothing would have grown now of course everything is available in south fertile land everything grows so that's why you know yeah right because the highest percentage of the world uh, of vegetarians they are indians absolutely right because it's a luxury which we can afford to have we have a fertile land we live in a very fertile land where everything grows so in fact even if we completely stop eating non vegetarian food we can manage okay but then in many countries all these things they don't grow we live in very cold countries so you know we are not children we are on the verge of being global citizens so we are not supposed to criticize things we should appreciate that and we should be understanding i feel we are going to a different place we will we should be mentally prepared that it's going to be a different culture let's appreciate the culture okay and let's be a part of it we should be praising them we should be trying to learn about their culture and let them know also about our culture what is so wonderful about our culture every culture has its good points and bad points it is bad is bad children every culture has a lot of bad things okay we we also had but there are many things which are good we should be appreciating that. their stories their music okay their cuisine their cooking all that maybe we won't like like everything but there is something or the other we we are definitely bound to like there's something or the other which we make which they are definitely are going to like so you know we are when we are going somewhere and we start criticizing them that acha ye sare jo laborers hain na they are so such gawars obviously children they've come from the village we should know that okay this is not available only this food is available obviously that's their food habit because that's what has been growing there for centuries together so that's how their food habit has developed right so we should appreciate that rather than criticizing so i feel that everybody you know all of you you should be like that you're going somewhere new you should be mentally prepared that everything is going to be different and i have to appreciate i have to learn to appreciate you agree with this now so both yes to a certain extent but then those people you know after some time they will get angry but what is this they are coming from outside and this is how they behave yes uh, see children maharashtra maharashtra in fact balsa uh, bala sahib thakre you know he made it compulsory that everybody has to say uh, jai bharat and jai maharashtra why did he do that because people in fact you know once they went there the local people were there obviously the people who came they were more educated the local people obviously some were educated the rest of them was their land they were there and you know people criticizing them the ghati is this that obviously they got angry after some time say sir me you are here you've come here you've made all your money here film stars especially you made a name for yourselves here this is the business center and in fact you know you can you became rich people after coming here and you don't appreciate the culture of the land now just say jai bharat jai maharashtra so, right he's right i mean you are living in a land you've got everything from that land how can you criticize that land how can you criticize those people all the time you can't do that you have to appreciate that okay so all of you are going to remember that yes i was very happy that you said you people said that yes we appreciate that it's a direct translation there are lots of phrases which are a direct translation from kannada and we appreciate that so we should be learning to do that somebody has written some highest okay and we never faced high shortage of vegetables like faced by china sajal is saying china is not that bad but um, china is i feel uh, i think most of you would agree now 
China is hopeless children. I mean, we eating non-vegetarian food, but eat edible stuff, not anything, not bats and cockroaches, things like that, right? There's a vegetarian all over the world, you know, they eat stuff which is edible, Basically, chicken, fish, mutton. Okay, in some places you'll see that crocodile meat is eaten, but these are all edible stuff, right? They eat everything. <laughs> One can't eat everything. Like yesterday, somebody was telling me that anything that has legs can be eaten according to a Chinese. So it can't be like that. So that's why. All right. So children will be discussing the question answers in the next class. Okay. Ranga's marriage. And then we'll move on to the next lesson. I think uh, you've got a new timing from Monday onwards. New timetable. So you'll check that. Even I have to recheck that again. And we'll start accordingly. So we'll be having Monday to Friday and you'll be having a class every day. Right? You are aware of that? Uh, Krishna is saying newborn child also. I don't think they do that. Uh, they don't do that. Uh, new, newborn child means you are talking about animals. You're talking, okay, animals. Yeah, right, animals. Animals, but uh, they don't really eat human child. I mean, because that will lead to cannibalism. Uh, they are not, <laughs> Krishna is going on insisting yes <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> okay. placenta Suhana is saying placenta maybe children maybe even I'll have to check this in the net they are saying placenta Suhana is also saying Krishna is also insisting so maybe maybe but if they eat human then it will be a cannibalism which I don't think Dogs, see, dogs are the obvious. So, I mean, lizards, everything, anything, anything they can eat, anything that walks can be eaten according to them, right? Yeah, in India, uh, dogs, yeah, there was this rumor that dog meat was being used in momos, so we should be avoiding that and checking on that later on once the things are normal. Uh, cannibalism in Brazil. Uh, cannibalism was there in a few places, but it's not there anymore, I think. Cats in month of July is a festival and dogs.